Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and we're welcoming again this Friday for a Family Foundation Friday, Mr. David Walls, Executive Director of the Family Foundation. David, thanks again. Always good to be with you. Uh, it seems like we always have a lot. There's, yeah. no, there's no lack of, of stuff that we can deal with here, but we've got several things today, and I think we want to kick it off. Uh, first and foremost, there was a governor's... Now, we're, we're taping this earlier in the week, so yeah. you're here there on Family Foundation Friday, but last night... As we're sitting here now, there was a governor's race debate. Uh, fill us in on that. There was a, I thought it was a good debate, and there were some really good things that came out of it, especially for those of us who are considered conservative and even Christian. What was your take on it? Yeah, you know, it's always good to, to get both, uh, in this context, both candidates representing both parties on the stage and right. debating uh, one another directly. Yep. Um, and uh, I thought there was some pretty insightful um comments that were made and really, uh, I should say, some insight into uh, the candidates' uh, views on some important issues that were put on display for voters. Uh, you know, one of the one of the exchanges, Greg, that I think really drew um, drew my attention, drew uh, you know the attention of of, of pro life Kentuckians was the exchange over the over the abortion yeah. issue, yeah. and so um, the really always come to the forefront. This time it does, this, it this does, season. and and yeah. you and I have broken down and talked a little bit about some of the issues that have been playing out in in the campaign and some yes. of the ads that we've even yeah. seen and wanting to speak uh, truthfully and biblically into some of the tough issues, but. Um, it really was a, a stark contrast between yes. the two candidates on this issue. Uh, the question was asked um, related to rape and incest exceptions and, and the current state of some of Kentucky's laws. But I thought uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who is the Republican nominee, yeah. uh, did a, a really good job of making it clear. Uh, and I think he said essentially, "Look, I'm I'm the pro I'm the pro life candidate." Yeah, that's exactly what and, he said. Uh, yes. And you know, the current governor, incumbent governor, Annie Bashir, is the pro abortion candidate. Uh, and then he went through some of his record on yeah. on the abortion issue. And again, you and I have talked some about this. Uh, but you know, uh, Governor Bashir has um, uh, vetoed every bill uh, that would protect life since he's been in uh, yeah. in the governor's Even mansion. Partial birth abortion, a survivor. Yeah, the, even survivors. The life. That's really that, extreme. He keeps saying, right. Cameron is extreme on the other end. Right. So I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think one of the, the main takeaways uh, from that exchange was a, a clear um, a clear choice for voters. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, Governor Bashir has uh, vetoed every pro-life bill uh, that has been uh, passed since he's been governor. That includes bills that uh, would have protected unborn lives at 15 yes. weeks, at 20 yeah. weeks. We talked about the the live dis, uh, um, excuse me the born alive infant protection yes, act. Yes. Um, th these are late term abortion issues, and, right. and Governor Bashir has been unwilling to side with life even yeah. in the late term abortion context. Uh, also, taxpayer funding was discussed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that goes back to even uh, not this session earlier this year, Greg, but in 2022, when when the General Assembly passed the Humanity and Healthcare Act, which was a pro life omnibus bill. Some of the provisions in that dealt with uh, protecting tax dollars in Kentucky from abortion providers. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, there really was, uh, I thought that was an enlightening ex enlightening exchange. And really probably the first time that voters have been able to see, you know, both candidates yeah. going back and forth on that issue. And proclaiming the records. Right. They're literally proclaiming right. what they stood for and what they do. Again, uh, one of the things that I found interesting, and you mentioned it, 
um, uh, Attorney General Cameron said, there's a TV Andy and there's a Frankfurt Andy. Yeah. TV Andy's going to tell you, no, I don't go that extreme. I'm, I'm, right. I'm not saying that's yeah. not what he said, but yeah. this is what I'm saying. I'm not going to be that extreme. Right. You, you can disregard what I've done in the past, but what he's done in the past has been very extreme. Right. And, and that came out very clearly. Um, so anyway, the other thing, by the way, there is no response yet. I've got no response from the Herald leader asking them to run a front page article mm -hmm. on Governor Bashir's extreme and radical positions and see what how that may cost him because they did that for uh, Cameron yeah. all I'm asking is do the same thing for Bashir let's yeah. show where he is yeah right well and, and this is you know Greg is you've been involved in in, in debating and speaking on the, on the pro-life issue on on various contexts this is what you know pro-lifers understand uh, and, and I'm not saying that the that all the debate moderators were um, you know um, that they didn't do a good job with some of the questions. But clearly, this question, the, the way they framed the issue yes. was yeah. set up to try to go after Attorney General Cameron. Yeah. And make, to him put, make him seem extreme. Make him seem extreme, the context of the question. Uh, and, and again, this is what we have to constantly remind um, folks about. In spite of the, the TV ads that you might be saying, the debate over the, the issue of abortion is not fundamentally a debate about exceptions no. uh, or, or choices or, choices, right. or these no. extremely rare, no. heartbreaking circumstances. The debate is about, do you believe that a unborn baby is worthy of protection at all? Is life. Is it life? Right. right. And does the government have a responsibility to protect citizens yeah. and protect... Or pay, or pay to kill them. Right. Or pay to kill them. And, and right? that's really the debate. And so I was, uh, I was glad that, that Attorney General Cameron was able yeah. to really frame the debate uh, in terms of the bigger issues at stake. Yeah. Do we want to continue to have a, a Kentucky that is a strong pro-life state? that is working to ensure that unborn lives are protected. That he has done as an attorney general. His record has right. been to stand for that. Right. And even uh, Andy Bashir as attorney general, worked against those things. He is clearly for abortion at nearly almost any stage, and Cameron is for protecting the life. Yeah, That's the bottom line. And, um, you know, uh, and, and one of the other things that was brought out in that exchange, and I think it, it may even be the Herald Leader that's done some reporting on this and, and other media, Greg, is, uh, you know, look at who's um, who's funding some of these ads, yes. and uh, th there's no doubt that Planned Parenthood is one of the biggest contributors to uh, to pro-abortion candidates who predominantly are are Democrat in the day and age in, in which we live, and yes. and are they are big contributors. In fact, they have been out promoting and touting the fact that they are a big supporter of of uh, Andy Bashir and her pro-abortion uh, uh, yeah. pushing his yes. uh, his reelection right. here. Right. So um, there were some other interesting uh, debates and, and conversations, uh, you know, uh, about taxes, about education. Uh, but, you know, I think for, Greg, for our listeners and viewers, you know, the issue of life is so central. Yes, yeah. And I was thankful Priority. that there was kind of a clarifying moment yeah, where both candidates agree. got to uh, share what their views are right. in some context. Yeah. And, and, and the choice is clear for voters. Yeah. Well, and I would say this, David, let me let me go on my little rant that I usually do at least once. Okay. 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 Freedom of choice. That's what they constantly talk about. Right. But freedom of choice must also be taught with consequence of choices. 
If we're failing to do that, which we have done miserably, especially when it comes to sexuality and gender, then we're reaping the whirlwind, and that's what we keep seeing. Our freedom of choice or licentiousness, debauchery, and things such as pornography, sexual immorality, abortion, gender dysphoria, all of those continue to destroy our, our, our culture, our society, and the institutions that make that up. And I would include marriage, family, church, education, media, government. They're all being drugged down yeah. by this idea of freedom of choice, but we never talk about the consequence of choices. Right. And that's what we need to get back to, and that's what we yeah. would say. And by the way, you as, as listeners and as voters, you do have a freedom of choice. Just know that if you're voting for Bashir, you're voting for abortion and the taking of life, because that's what happens. If you're voting for Cameron, he's for protecting that life. And that's my rant. I just had to go okay. on for a little bit. So, well, you know, the, I'm going to add on to that, Greg, yeah. because, uh, you know, um, look, as, as, as believers, as Christians, we do have freedom. We have freedom in Christ yes. uh, that he has bought and paid for, but we have a, a, a freedom and a, and a responsibility to choose to follow choose, God's yes. word, to yes. listen to the spirit in our lives, to listen to our, exactly. our consciences. Uh, and so, you know, the, that, that issue of, of freedom and choice is thrown a lot around a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a it's not a concept that we should be running from. No. It should it's no. a concept that we should be submitting to the lordship of Christ. Right, and we yeah. have to have the character and right. the virtue to understand the consequence of choices yeah. when we give the freedom. I'll say one final thing: that toothpaste may be so far out of the uh, the tube that we can't get it all back in. But that doesn't excuse us from continuing to stand on that and help others see that. Yeah. We've got to see those consequences and the character yeah. involved before we just willy-nilly go, freedom of choice, freedom of choice, you can do whatever you yeah. want. Because that's licentiousness, not freedom. Yeah. So anyway, now, I know you're launching something new that kind of helps with all this and hopefully helps to get the churches to see where they're going with this. Talk a little bit about the Church Ambassador Network. Yeah, we're, we're really excited that we have uh, uh, launched the, the Church Ambassador Network of Kentucky, which is a new ministry initiative of the Family Foundation. Baxter Boyd on our team is going to be uh, is, is leading that up. Uh, and it's really designed, Greg, to, uh, to facilitate intentional relationships between uh, the shepherds of God's church, pastors, and mm -hmm. shepherds that God has placed in positions of authority in government are our elected officials. Yeah. And uh, we are going to be uh, working, uh, already working, but uh, particularly in the upcoming legislative session about um, connecting pastors and our elected officials together uh, to form relationships and to open the door for um, for God's kingdom to be uh, accomplished through the work of uh, that's ha that happens at our state capitol and, right. and everywhere else. I would call it moving toward a more holistic rather than a silo approach. Absolutely, and that's yeah. what we that, that's what we're really called right. to do in the kingdom. Yeah. So we're uh, folks can learn more about that new ministry initiative at at our website at KentuckyFamily.org. You can go to our our churches page. Uh, and great while we're while we're talking, I know we just got a few more minutes while we're talking about you know churches and resources. Uh, also want to remind folks, circling the back to, to what we were talking about, there's an election coming up, if we didn't make that clear. November 7th, uh, Kentuckians will have an opportunity to select who our governor is and who all the other constitutional offices are. And we've got some great resources. We've got a issue 
church-friendly, issue-only voter guide covering the governor's race, and we also have an online voter guide covering uh, with important information on all the other races on the ballot. Folks can, uh, can download that guide. They can print it out. You can reach out to us. We'll send you more copies, Greg. We've probably distributed uh, over 75,000 um, copies yeah. now. Yeah. We need to be distributing more. Uh, so that we can uh, remind um, Christians, I, I really believe, Greg, that Christians are poised to be the uh, the difference maker, yeah. can be the difference maker in this election. Mm -hmm. And I pray we'll all do our part to ensure that when um, when we get out and vote on November 7th, we cast a, yeah. a vote that's honoring to the yeah. Lord and we look at candidates through a, a, a worldview, a biblical worldview that seeks to the best of our ability, line up with who we're voting for, yeah with those that promote policies that are in alignment with God's Word. Yeah, and I would say, and I plead with, and I beg, and I ask pastors to not move in fear of man or government. You have every right and the responsibility to take those biblical principles and align them with these issues that are being yeah. touted right. in this so that Christians know where to stand right. on God's Word. So thank you for that. Uh, we also want to remind people that uh, please continue to pray for Israel and the Middle East and all involved. We're supposed to pray for and love our enemies, but that doesn't mean there's not in a fallen world war going on out there and the right to protect your family and your home and your nation. And so please pray for Israel and uh, pray for those who are in opposition to that. Uh, we're called to do that. So yeah. any. Closing thoughts here, David, on today's show. You know, Greg, I'll just say uh, I'll echo what you said about about being in prayer for for Israel. And uh, you know, um, a lot of folks, um, if if you'd like to, we we send out a a, a um, weekly prayer devotional. We send it out several times a week. That's right. called Let Us Pray. Uh, and if you would like to get on those uh, Let Us Pray list, uh, we'd love to to get you signed up on our website at KentuckyFamily.org. That'd be great. Thank you, David, for all you do. Family Foundation, all they do. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. And I hope, please send us your comments, loveandlordship at gmail.com, info at KentuckyFamily.org. Thank you for that. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. And at 1245, my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.